Welcome to Young Black in America podcast, the podcast where we talk about being young black in America. I'm your host, Jeremiah Davis. Jamal Davis. And we're Young Black in America podcast. And today's topics are local activist bell bells out black black mamas ahead of Mother's Day. Um, Miss Miss America and Miss Teen America and Mrs. America. All the Americas are all black women now. Like this is crazy. All the Miss Americas are black women today. And then we're gonna have a conversation about um, why do we need more. Black characters inside a fantasy. You ready, my? Mm-hmm. All right, let's get into it, my friend. So, uh, ahead of Mother's Day, um, activists thought, well, what's a great Mother's Day's present than freeing your mama from jail? <laughs> that sounds so bad. But it was um, it was actually an effort by the National Bailout Collective, which aims to draw attention to issues of incarceration Child Bell Collective. and cash bail. And also, and specifically about how this has affected black women, uh, have black women, and they were able to free, uh, I believe, at least three hundred women um, for this upcoming Mother's Day. We gotta get the things though. We should add some crap still. <laughs> for their upcoming Mother's Day, and they um, are doing this because you know they're not, they haven't been convicted of a crime or nothing. They just don't got the money to um, post bail. Post bail, so. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so this is a great effort by the, free, the group called Free Black Mamas. And um, D.C. abolished cash bail in 1990s. And there has been a debate about changing the system um, in Maryland and Virginia and even throughout the country uh, with more efforts to enact prison reform, to uh, roll back a lot of these tough on crime policies that were enacted in the 70s, 80s, and 90s in efforts to combat the so-called war on drugs. But we all knew that that um, war was nothing but to lock up hippies and black people. And, uh, yeah. So what's your thoughts on this? I think it's really interesting. I was browsing the article and it was saying that, like, since, I want to say, since 2014, there's been reports that have been released that say, like, the number of um, women in prisons have gone up, like, 20%. The past decade. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty, I guess, I think that's pretty crazy. But it's also not surprising. I think as mass incarceration continues to spread out within low-end communities in this country, this is going to have to be incarceration of women. It just makes sense about it. But I do like that they're doing it. I think it's amazing. I think we need more things like this to kind of help people who are stuck down a lot, a lot of times, like you're saying. But that's people, they're just waiting for court. So while they're waiting for court, they can't make bail, they sit in prisons, and they mm-hmm. kind of ruin those situations more, where they could be working, they could be spent down with their family. And, you also, and also um, can put their children in foster system, because if they don't have any family mm-hmm. or any support that's willing to take care, take care of the, their children while they're incarcerated... They put them in the foster care. They they often get put in the foster care, and it's a, once they get out, it's such a hard process of getting their kids out because they may be in a um, a foster home, yeah, or, or or being selected for adoption, and so they have to go through all these hoops to just get their children back, and that's traumatic for not only the mamas, but it's also traumatic for the babies involved. 
I mean, it makes sense. I think it's I think it's a good hashtag. I think everybody's a go over here and grab one of those tea shakes. Pretty cool. I mean, it is. I think it's a very cool rock thing. Free black moments. Definitely a rock free black moments. I think it's a nice. I think it's a nice way to support our fellow black people, mm-hmm. and we get back to the ones who are needed the most in the communities. You know, because no one likes to be incarcerated. No one likes to be incarcerated on Mother's Day, especially if you have a kid at home that you haven't seen in a while, and you get one contact visit a month. So it's a very different different type of situation being. And I think this is a great cause to support. And yeah, definitely. I think it's going to make a difference in the black in the black America. And today is Mother's Day at the time of recording. So make sure you um, donate to hashtag free black mama so they can keep on freeing black mamas past Mother's Day. And we're going to send it out on Twitter too mm-hmm. so you can check it out there, all right? Mm-hmm. All right, sounds good. Wait, all right, you want to go into the next article, Maya? Mm-hmm. So these next two articles that we're going to discuss... Or have a common theme about diversity and I have some thoughts about diversity that differs from you uh, slightly slightly um, so Miss America Miss Teen USA Miss USA <laughs> all the USA. all black for the black women for the first time now I can imagine all the racist white men be saying I don't want no nigger women to be represented <laughs> in my white America oh my God. but you know our, our <laughs> you don't say I, I, I didn't say it. You said it. I've never said it this one in the group. said it much. Ever said it much. You said it. <laughs> I always imagine Uncle Ruckus saying that. Uncle Ruckus is he's an iconic character to me. I would never forget Uncle Ruckus. But you know, the article says, quote, these three wins have become a powerful symbol of how much America views on beauty has evolved from the past married by racism and gender stereotypes, even as black women leaders are severely underrepresented in fields like corporate America mm-hmm. and Congress. Okay. Hey, but all, first of all, all black people are unrepresented in corporate America and Congress. It's not just black women, it's mm-hmm. black men too. It's important to the little black and brown girls see three strong three strong women, African-American women who are doing so much great work, Miss Franklin said on Saturday. People argue that race doesn't matter, but race doesn't matter in America because of the history, but does matter in America because of, and because of the history and because of slavery. Let me, let me interject. Let me interject. I understand that y'all won and that black black girls may have seen this, but... Y- y'all, y'all beauty contestant patches. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like I know sometimes you they find, do wonderful. Hold on, hold on. You find I know it, sometimes you they do wonderful to, work. Are you find to knock down beauty contestant, like the women who do this stuff for a living. Yes. yes this I is know. a lot of work, bro. I could. You've never talked to a girl who was in beauty patches, have you? No. This dude. This is like a lot of work. I understand it. <laughs> like, I bro, understand this. This is like a lot but of I'm work. I'm against the whole the whole idea of a, a pageant in the peasants? first. Yeah. A Why are you against beauty peasants? It's just like exhibiting women and judging. Them. You're pretty. You can do this and this. You you're the best popular person in America. But it's the women stupid. who get peace in it, I don't think they see it that way. Well. I know I'm a man and I can't be mansplaining something, but I'm gonna mansplain. <laughs> no, 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 don't mansplain, bro. Before I tell you, bro, don't mansplain. <laughs> I just don't see the purpose no, of it. No, you cannot mansplain. Whoa, 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 If it is these beautiful women's decisions to dedicate their time on this planet to pursue to be Miss America, and then they get to be Miss America, and they're black Mrs. America, and now you're complaining like, bro, this is a milestone. It this is, is a milestone moment. This is history, bro. This is free, beautiful black. Look at these women. 
He's like, <laughs> I know it, it is a milestone. But then I Everyone feel like everyone is beautiful, bro. I get that, but I feel like it's kind of like vapid and doesn't like. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. There, three black women are recognized as the most beautiful women for the year. Yeah, but there's still hundreds of black women arrested in in jails. Yeah, there's well, still this, black women well, getting like, shot by the police. There's still women that just bail out for. Yeah, that's that black moment. You know? Yeah. So I mean, like, yeah, this is cool and all. This is like a feel good story, but you know it's now I'm gonna ask you a, a, a serious question. And this is like a, a really interesting question to me. Do you think hashtag Black Mamas could ever be recognized like this? No. You don't think so? No. I I mean, this is a pretty like who 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 published this? Uh, this is everywhere. It was on CNN. Mm-hmm. This is like this is a nationally recognized story. Yeah, it's a national feel good story. But I don't think that free Black Mamas. They may get they sometimes they will get like a thirty second mention if that ten second mention yeah on like ABC CBS yeah but on like alternative news free black mamas for the whole week was mentioned for a good amount of chunk of their coverage so I'm I'm just saying like nationally most people may know, may heard about oh all the America all the Miss Americas are black are, are black yeah but they haven't heard about free black mamas. Or they may have heard of it, and like you remember that um, that one of those debates where one of the candidates says that he, they don't believe prisoners should vote. Yeah. They may applaud that. Yeah. They may say, "Well, they're in there because they deserve it." Mm-hmm. And these are supposedly liberal college students. Yeah. Who all clapped and applauded. Oh, so right. I, I'm this is just saying. Liberal. I don't know what do you what do you. No, what I'm, do you just, I'm just I'm just saying I'm just saying like these are the people who think they anti-racist, but when do you, when you propose a question. In a certain way. Well, I think before you can be anti-racist, we have to come up with what is like what is the definition of 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 racism is being discussed inside of that setting because mm-hmm. those different types of racism. But I think a lot of those a lot of those people, and I'm, I'm going back to my point about this. Yeah, a lot of those. People, really, this really makes you upset. I just don't understand why. So I'm trying to like understand well, no, why. It, I'm happy to see it on a surface level. Yeah, but then when I understand that this is all just. It's so to make you feel good, to make you feel like progress is happening. Yeah. But when you look under underlying systems of systematic racism, things have not been getting better. In fact, things have been getting worse. Well, I think you the fact I mean? that the fact that something like this has to be so mainstream, it shows how to me it shows how bad race relations is in this country. Mm-hmm. Like the fact that we have to glorify for the first time ever free black women. Is Miss America's. It says that for all those other times, you wouldn't let black women be Miss America's. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? And even this, there's probably, oh, if you go through, like, I'm I'm not like a peasant girl, like, his, history maze or something like that. I'm not. There but I'm sure if people. I study this, the people who, I'm sure people who do this, they could go through and number out many, many, like, I'm sure probably one of these women could go, like, go through and number out many, many other African-American women who did fight to compete in these things and they was not access to the same type of opportunities that these women got. So I, I get that it's a feel-good story. I get it's clickbait. But at the end of the day, I kind of like the person to say, if this helps like one or two black girls who's like down bad and they woke up to Cardi B and shout out, there's nothing wrong with Cardi B. But if this could give them like another another avenue and maybe another way to think about how to get in the game, I'm excited. So like, shout out. But I, I, but I do agree with you 100%. This is just a feel-good story. It's from the band-aid on racism. And it's just, you know... It is what it is, but 
Still, there's a lot of angry white women that they lost these sisters. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I can see it now. I can see it now, especially from Texas. <laughs> yeah, like, there's a lot. And they should be because, like, if they felt like they wasn't the best candidate, that's one thing. And they just gave it to them they was black. But if those three came out there and they killed it, you got to take, take the L. You got to take it on your shin. Okay. And our last article is, um, why do we need more black characters inside of fantasy? Now, I know you're not a fantasy, man. We had this discussion off air. Mm-hmm. You consider yourself to be, what, like... Sci-fi, man. Not science fantasy. Although, I love me a good science fantasy story. No, okay. I like sci-fi. You're a sci-fi guy. Mm-hmm. I definitely like fantasy. I'm, I've, one of my favorite movies is probably War. It's probably Lord of the Wings. It's crazy long. Okay, never. But I try to get movie. through The Hobbit. I try to do it in The Hobbit's real, man. Try to get anything with Hercules. I mess much. with Hercules, like any of that type of like Zeus type fixer fantasy. Even even a bit of Robin Hood, I mess with those flicks sometimes. But I mean, and like I don't know, like what is will you consider Twilight fantasy? Mm-hmm. Then definitely Twilight. I was talking about Twilight. Yo, Twilight is the ball, bro. Why are people yeah, you are from it? that generation? I am. I definitely am. Bro. I'm old. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, well, the crux of this article is essentially I'm talking about fantasy characters and how uh, how that may have impact from people growing up yeah. and seeing characters about them. This is a representative of the of the <laughs> debates about inclusion and diversity among fantasy characters and in fictional properties that have been going on for the past couple of years now. The writer, um, this article is an excerpt from Ebony Elizabeth Thomas's book um, about this topic uh, called The Dark Fent... Is that, is that a name? Wait, hold up. Yeah, yeah. So is dark. an expert from the dark fan- fantastical race and imagination from Harry Potter to the Hunger Games by Ebony Elizabeth Thomas, Hunger 2019, published by permission of the New York University Press. Okay. Yo, eat the Hunger Games? I refuse to part read the Hunger Games. Why? I I don't like I don't like to read like books. Pop, you know, like popular books? No, not that. <laughs> I, I like popular books, but I refuse to read books like like glorify violence and like mm, no, and, and death, like. I, even like you in think it glorifies of, death, the Hunger Games. Well, no, it glorifies violence. How does it glorify violence? Just by the idea, the idea of a Hunger Games, kids killing each other in the name of freedom. Like I don't like that. I mean, I mean, some people say, well, it's representative of a revolution and revolutionaries. Yes, and but I just don't like it. You know, I like the Hunger Games. Definitely, definitely not as good as Twilight's, but I like the Hunger Games. <laughs> But going back to this article, I think it is important that there are black characters and Asian characters and disabled characters in fantasy. But to me, especially when I grew up, I have always seen brown people and disabled characters in my fantasy. Like Avatar The Last Airbender has a blind character. All the main characters that would be basically, fantasy. Yeah, that would be fantasy. Uh, basically brown. You know what I'm saying? So, and I never felt you like never seen the movie, did you? Well, I I, I seen that movie. <laughs> I seen that movie. That movie's racist. That movie is yeah, very racist. The movie is extremely racist. But uh, I know I agree with that. So as far as like, I think in, I think in those TV shows they done really well. But I think too a lot of times 
even though you didn't watch Hunger Games, that was one of the main things about I liked about Hunger Games that they kept the racial aspect of the characters. So it was very important for me. There was like one, there was like one character and she's from like a black village that they actually kept out black. Because sometimes when they move from fantasy to screen, there's a lot of people who read Harry Potter. They they say they say it's a lot too. Is do you lose the color of the characters? Um, and also like the like even going back to like I mean this isn't about race but Hermione yeah Hermione was not supposed to look as beautiful as she does in the movies yeah Hermione was supposed to be a, like a gawky big hair big red girl with big buck teeth and yeah. a round face and a little bit chubby she wasn't supposed to be a, a beautiful Israeli woman <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm I mean sometimes you gotta do that just to sell too yeah um but I think too like one of the things that made me really important the value and the importance of not just black characters because of all ethnicity is like I got to hear the um offer of Crazy Rich Asian speak mm-hmm. and it was like one of the first times where like there was Asian people inside the audience getting up telling, telling the story about their first time watching the film in America where it was all Asian people and they just never like felt that mm-hmm. and it was something that I never felt because like black people we got black films I've been telling people people don't want to give us all fault but we got our own hit crown cinemas but, like, but they don't like, right, but, they but, don't but, like we, all the representation but we watch it films. though but we like those are like our films so I, I, I'm I, I can't even count how many all black cast films I didn't seen in my life mm-hmm. you see what I'm saying if it's Friday if it's like whatever like we have our cinema and our media so it was just it was just a good experience. I think we definitely need more characters. I think something too that was really interesting about the article. They didn't talk about just turning the characters, but they talked about like introducing different types mm-hmm. of stories. And I think that's something that a lot of people have missed on. So you can introduce so many stories from people from different islands and different parts of Africa, or even African American history. So a lot of fun stuff. That's why they like told. A, um, you remember that we talk about um, the the book Children of Blood and Bone. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, they have we talk about Black Bruce Wayne. Mm-hmm. Now Black Bruce Wayne was an example of color washing yeah of how you just can't just turn a black character black, a white, white character into black. a black oh, character Bruce, Bruce Wayne could never be black you know what I'm it yeah. just doesn't make sense like there's no you could be it's just not realistic to be it's like a rich black guy parents got killed and now he's not this, he, now he's running around fighting crime like you have to make to make superheroes black you have to do more things like I think Hancock did a really good job about it because he wasn't rich he was just like Hancock and not to say that not to say that all black people aren't are poor, but not, no, 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 not saying that at all. But I'm saying, like, you can't be a rich black guy and a vigilante, it's gonna end bad for you. I like, guess it's just not realistic. I think you can be black and if influence your power, you can't just literally be a vigilante. You can, like, support the vigilantes, you can, like, give them money and funnel mm-hmm. and stuff like that. You can't be the vigilante. That's all I'm saying. I think it would be crazy. But, and also, like, and also, but going back to sci-fi, the reason why I also like sci-fi, and now fantasy is catching up, because fantasy has always been a, a pretty white genre. Very much so. And now, yeah. now we're seeing, uh, now we're seeing more, like, introduction of, like, African-inspired fantasy. Mm-hmm. But th- there's one opportunity that I really wish more people would explore, which is African-American folklore. Not folklore. You didn't talked about this before. Yeah, I talked about this, but not folklore from Africa, but folklore that from was African developed Americas. that was that was developed from African American culture, from descendants of slaves, based in hoodoo and voodoo, and all these, and from the from the stories of the Gullah Geechee and urban legends. I think there's just so you much. You gotta start to make some films so about it, man. Yeah, Why you just make some films about it? Just start, uh-huh. like, we'll just start like giving them stories to people uh-huh. and letting them decide it. And judge if this is something that they we interested because in. there's so much of African American culture 
that not a lot of people are exploring and they feel like, well, I gotta go back to Africa or, you know. Yeah, go back to Uwanda. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and to develop. And I, and I, think, <laughs> and I think that's wrong, you know. And I think in terms of we talk about diversity, we should be talking about diversity from 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 what we know and not trying to go back to other culture because then you can get into grounds of cultural appropriation. Yeah. And, and, well, I think, too, I think know. a lot of ways that people do that is because, like, as black people, especially black people in America, we don't really have, like, connected to our to our ancestors. Mm-hmm. So even if we go back, like you said, you're only going back, like, what, four generations maybe? Five? 500 I, years. Five, so six maybe at the max? Five to six generations? One of those people who can go back, like, to the mountains they really understand their ancestors and the coastal behind that and they they talk about it too like i was having once i was having once with my one with my one friend and they're from india and literally was just talking about like shaming their ancestors like things things that i never think about as a black person because it's just like my ancestors were slaves so we're happy we were just here you know what i'm saying so it's just like this very different thought process i think they want to go back to that higher level but i mean well, I mean, let's just think about in terms of like we've been in, we've been in this country and we've done some amazing things. Yeah, and but so- they don't teach us it. I think that's something too. Like they don't teach us about 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 um about like black about like black Wall Street or other amazing like African American communities or stories. Like we like we might get Dr. Martin Luther King in school if you're lucky, and even then they kind of just like glances mm-hmm. over it. But I think I think in terms of the this. This debate in diversity, it should be noted that um, that when you want to talk about culture and talk about black youth experiences, we should not have the only movies that are coming out recently is about black people getting shot by the police. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, and that's and that's why I did not support the hate to give. I did not support that one. Well, I may check out the one movie on Netflix where they go back in time to save their save their um, brother. Well, I well, I mean, it's funny you say that because, but I didn't do that for white people. I don't think they do that for black people. I think that's for white people to understand or for to grasp the idea of a black experience. And But it has double-edged swords because now white people literally feel like cops can kill black people that's and it's completely I'm, fine. That's what I'm saying. And I and I don't like how they... It's like going back in the 90s where all the movies were just about Gangs gang culture. Around, yeah. And in the early 2000s, it was all about... Well, in the early 2000s, it was interesting because that's when you had like a weird like, like showing black people being like higher levels like in like in hbcus and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And all these like black colleges and black companies and and that kind of fell off the wagon by the 2010s which i you know i don't think it fell off the wagon it's fell off the mainstream like those still them still don't be produced you know mm-hmm. people are still making that content it's just it's just it's been it's been walked over because more and more tragedies started to happen to black people yeah. in this country Flinging started to happen. Mass incarceration started to come to the forefront of conversations. Killing of African American males started to make global news. So it's just like a lot of these things started to kind of push that that that, that image. But I don't know. I think it's going to be interesting to see. I do agree with you. I think we do need to have more of that like rising of the black culture inside the media, and I hope it comes soon. Mm-hmm. We're Young Black America podcast. Audience, what are your thoughts on the stories that we talked about today? Do you think diversity is an important thing? Do you under do you think this con of tokenism is an important issue, or do you think just having black faces and 
places of power is important and good. Audience, what's your opinion? And what's your opinion on free black mamas? We know we all like our mamas, especially on Mother's Day. Say thank you to your black mama. Shout out free black mamas. Okay. I'm Jeremiah Davis. I'm Jamal. And we're Young Black in America Podcast. Oh. You want some headphones? <laughs>